Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 105. We are your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions. My name is Brian Noski. I'm Devin Dury. And I'm Luis Gonzalez. Today on The Inner Gamer, we're going to dive into our 2017 upcoming year. Big year for games, consoles, and tech in all. But first, we're going to cover some games we play, including Stardew Valley. And when I say play Stardew Valley, apparently Luis lived in the game Stardew Valley. Yeah. Brett also dives into Super Hot on the Oculus VR. Pew, pew. We have some gaming news from around the world as well as a, a little bit of a sad news, but we'll cover that all later. And then we're going to go into 2017, all the games coming out with definitive dates, tentative dates, and stuff that may or may not come out in 2017. We don't know. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. The, it's the a answer ton. is it's a lot. It's a lot, and I'm going to be broke again this year. And with That's that, Brett, please cue the music. Cue it right now. Welcome to the Hey everybody, welcome to 2017. 2017. We have arrived. Yeah. Finally putting that just awful year behind us. How are you guys doing now? I mean, 2016 is gone and we're back with a new year. Fresh faces, fresh lives, fresh everything, fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I actually wrote... That was bad. I had to write down a date on something at work and I got the 2017 on my first try. That's impressive. That is so impressive. Right? I thought so. so glad I don't have to write much of anything at work because <laughs> I will struggle with that for long periods of time. And the way I think about it, this is like the first, no, actually, no, I lied. I was going to say this is the first year I didn't have school when a new year came up. But uh, yeah, I was pretty hung over that first day. I think we can all agree to some extent we were. Uh, I was hung over because I had to wake up at 530 yeah. in the morning to go to work. That sucks for <sighs> that you, man. Sucks. I don't know why that happened. That's yeah, just miserable. long story, long story. Miserable. But here we are, new year, new stuff happening. 2017 yeah. is going to be a big the year. One 2017 the is the big year. Last it's shaping years, up, guys. It's shaping up for it sure. It is. It is. We're going to be doing some more meetups, awesome meetups. If you guys are interested and you live in the Dallas area, come by January 13th to our meetup at Community Brewery. We have a lot of Twitch streaming coming up, possibly down or, the pipeline. Or if uh, at the end of this month when we go to Pack South, oh yeah, Pack South, we got Pack South at I the end of this month. I forgot about that. We're gonna be so at Pack South. if you're gonna, if uh, any of you out there are gonna be at Pack South, let us know. We'd love to see you. Maybe we'll have some T-shirts for you, huh? T-shirts. Give you the one off my back. Show my nipples at the con, huh? Anyone? Um, let's Anyone? not do that. No, that would be disturbing. My bad. I don't think they want to see your body. And then he's going to have the inner gamer body painted on his body. So it's like he's still wearing the shirt. That'd be so awkward. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be really cool, actually. Yeah, so check Shot out him. our Facebook and Twitter pages to find out more about those events coming up later in January. Absolutely. But video games. Yeah, what, about what, 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 games. Did, what did everyone play this week? Well, it's no surprise that New Year, not, an all, not a lot of new games, at least not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about what's coming out, but what did come out? Actually, what re-released onto consoles in mid-December, a little a little game called Stardew Valley. 
Are you familiar? Have you heard about this? Did you hear about this? You hear about this? Yes. About this? So Stardew Valley is an indie farming simulator that released in February for the PC and became this insane massive hit when it released. In two weeks, it sold a million copies. That's just on PC alone. Blows that crazy my mind. on PC, bro. Yeah, and it was developed by a single dude, one guy, one dude, one guy doing and, all this work. Yeah, and uh, this. This uh, publisher came and was like, hey, don't worry about the publishing. We'll do it for you. I mean, obviously, they're going to cut, whatever. So he got to do all the developing, and he focused on that, and the game is fantastic. It's like it's reminiscent of the old Harvest Moon games. Right. It looks very similar, very colorful. It's a 16-bit, very, very gorgeous, uh, flat farming sim. It's exactly like Harvest Moon. You raise animals, you raise crops, you fish, you mine, you do all these different things. Uh, to build your house, build up your farm, and uh, really just become a part of the town that uh, that you're in. This is a little bit different. You actually, uh, the whole reason why you're in Stardew Valley, which is the place that your farm is located, is uh, you're working this shitty nine to five, and you're just kind of over it. Your grandpa's, you know, you know, not feeling too well on his deathbed, and he hands over to you uh, this farm that he took care of for years and years and years. After he did uh, essentially what you're going to do by leaving the corporate world and just kind of being a farmer and, and getting to live in this small town community. And it's just an incredible game. I don't know if anyone's ever played Harvest Moon, at least of you two uh, or any of the listeners have played, but it is Harvest Moon with everything fixed plus a whole lot more. There is a wonderful, very rewarding gameplay loop that you go through. I know, Brett, you played a little bit of it. Maybe you can kind of speak a little bit to it. Uh, as we get around to it, but you kind of raise your crops, you name your chickens, your cows, and you're also like building up your repertoire with all of the people in the town and you're mining and you're like fighting enemies, you're fishing, you're doing all of these different things to try and build up yourself as an individual uh, with all of your cash and building up your farm, making it look all cool and shit, and also with the the townspeople and just really being a really communal person, which is really awesome. Um, Brett, you said you played it for a little bit. What about it didn't keep you around? I was really intrigued by. I think it was the, it was the loop mechanic of it. I jump in there, I wake up in the morning, I go water my crops, I would see if there's anything I need to turn in for some cash. I would then go out in the town. I talk to some people, make some conversations, get a little buddy buddy with a couple people. Then I maybe go to the cave or go somewhere else to explore some more. And then I'd call it a night and go back and repeat again. And I was like, man, this is oddly satisfying in many ways. Yeah, it is. It's relaxing. It's not for everyone. That's the reality of it. Yeah, um, definitely not. But it's y'all can already not say. high. <laughs> you should try it. I, I like to. I I will. We could, I will we give could it a do shot. a a backseat game review playing that or something because it would probably be me screaming about why I have to go and plant corn. Yeah, it's like Farmville hey. without microtransactions, and it's actually good. Ugh. Corn's actually a pretty good crop in the game, but yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> oh my that. god, we, actually we won't talk about <laughs> I said it. Said that but, as a joke, uh, damn it. No, but really, it's a very interesting game. It's relaxed. There's no linear progress you have to take you can be whatever you want you can be strictly a farmer you can be strictly a miner hunter gatherer fisherman you can be a wizard like at some point 
There's a lot of cool things that you can do. Wizard give man. You the tools to be whatever you want, to make money however you want, to befriend or marry whoever you want, including men. You did it. You did cool. intrigue men me with women. wizard. It's pretty cool, man. Uh, it's uh, like 15 bucks on console. It's on PC. It's got rave reviews really everywhere. I think I paid there $10 were, for it when it was on sale, and that yeah. was so awesome. So just because I want the listeners to know this, because me and Brett already know this, but hey, Luis, um, how, how, how many hours have you sunk into Stardew Valley? So I bought the game December 21st. Yeah, that's a little bit before now, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, we are recording on January 2nd. I've put in 35 hours into this game. Dude. <laughs> what in the literal hell? And that's because at home, when I was there for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the day after, I had no internet and just didn't really have any time to play. So that's like three whole days I didn't play. Dang. What it really gets down to is once you find your rhythm and you start setting up schedules and you know when your preserves are going to be ready, like when your resin is going to be collected, when your, I don't know, cheese and mayonnaise are going to be processed, like all this crazy stuff, you can start to pull it together. (laughs) It's just this weird, like, okay, this step is done. This step is done. This step is done. Bam. Like I made a million dollars. Like you feel awesome. (laughs) Uh, And I don't know. I'm definitely no pro at it, but you get to a point where you do feel like that and you're in control of your fate within the game. Like now I'm constantly making like a hundred thousand dollars a day, which is pretty awesome, especially cause I'm not even done with the first year. Uh, that said, while you're playing on a console, I mean, any console that utilizes a mouse, which essentially there's a cursor you have to use. Uh, it's kind of buggy. It, yeah, between places it disappears. Sometimes the speed is just unbearable because it goes too fast, uh, too slow it's just a ridiculous. So you actually kind of thing do have happen. a mouse that you control with your little joystick on your controller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I wondered how that was going to work because it's so natural on the PC, obviously, because you're used to having a mouse uh-huh. there to yeah. play with and stuff like that. But I wasn't sure how they translate that to console. It's really pretty awesome. It doesn't. It's not super unbearable. It's. Okay. It can be. It's. It's essentially something you don't have to deal with ever on a console. Except yeah. if you're using the stupid PlayStation browser or whatever or Xbox browser <laughs> on the internet, but you can move around with your with your joysticks. You can move around and and interact with the environment with your controller. You only really have to use the mouse for some menu things, which makes sense because if you're navigating through like slots in a menu, right, you don't want to be using your controller to find the right one. No, it just makes not. a lot more sense to click, but. Despite those things, the game is fantastic. 35 hours is easily going to turn into probably about 70 to 100, just like any other game that requires a lot of time commitment. It's it's a sim. Sims aren't a one-and-done thing. Like You play it until you have reached a point of, okay, I'm done. I have completed everything I want to. So uh, it's a huge dig for me. I know, Brett, you played it earlier. I hope that at some point you can jump back into it. But Yeah, it's, it's definitely... And that's what I like about it. It's, it's something that... I will always return to this game, and I feel like if I took three, two months off or whatever, I can come back into it and it's easy to pick up and, jump, and, ju- and ju- jump right quickly. back in. Nice because mm-hmm. it's basic controls. It's just a matter of remembering where your process. I mean, I, I, not that is a little that, hard to do so. in, in other games like RPGs mm-hmm. where you forget yeah. where you've been if you step away from it. This it's nice to be able to step back into a game that you've been playing for yeah. so long and be like, oh, right, uh-huh. right back on track. Yeah, yeah absolutely, super dig. 
like I said, it's a huge time thing, and this was the perfect time to play it. There was no games out that I really wanted to jump into and, and sink a bunch of time into, so this worked so well timing-wise. And uh, props to Concerned Ape and the guys at Chucklefish because this thing is it's awesome. Concerned and, uh, Ape I hope and to continue playing it, and pretty soon there's going to be multiplayer. It's going to be amazing. So Wait, what are they going to do? Yeah. Oh, really? Are you going to be able yeah. to go to different farms and stuff? That's the idea. That's going to be awesome. My guess is it'll end up being like you can have relationships with other people and right. just kind of jump See, into other people's farms. See, and that's something that I noticed like, that you didn't touch as much on. You're more focused on like the building of your economy and growing your crops and selling them for money and all that stuff. But I was listening to another group that was talking about this game when it came out on PC and they were, they were just immersed and I felt like they played most of the game by just building relationships with people and that was their enjoyment from it so it's interesting how you had a different kind of perspective with it for me i was doing a little bit of both but um they were they were really into i'm going to talk to this person and make this relationship here and get this person on my side and they were just really fascinated by all that yeah they really i mean there's something about the relationships and uh this will probably be the last thing i say is it's it's simple you talk to people And you give them gifts and you do things for them, like little quests. And if you complete them and give them the right gifts, they like you. And if they get to a point of liking you enough, they'll do certain things for you. And uh, with certain people that are marked as single, they will start to like you. And then you can take them on dates and stuff. They're called heart events. And I've gone through a few of them. But the relationships are interesting and I like them because it's kind of nice. You... You know, you're friends with the old lady and her her husband, like her senile husband. It's really funny. Or you're friends with a homeless guy who just wants to be friends with people. And it's really, really interesting, like how these characters were created. But for me, I just really like the the depth in everything right. else. And I, my priority is not in making these relationships yeah. uh, really last or click. But yeah, it's a great game. Please jump it back into it. And Devin, I don't know if you like any Sims, but... It's no Dark Souls, but there's some <laughs> slashing in there. Well, I'm not a huge sim person, but you know, if enough people recommend it, I mean, I suppose I should give it the old college try. Heck yeah. So, well, Very good. Brett, what'd you play? Holidays were here, obviously. Yep. And during the holidays, it was a good opportunity to have friends and family come over and try out virtual reality. I don't want to spend too much time on this because we've talked a lot about VR, but I do have to mention this because back several podcasts ago when Superhot came out for the PC, yep. I was a big digger of that game. Oh, you spoke very highly digger. of Superhot. Yes. I was <laughs> a big digger. He said digger. I, was, I know. I it's all right. I'll big. make fun of him from here. <laughs> so I really liked that game a lot because of the simplicity of the game mechanics, but how complex it got over time and how challenging it was. Yeah. And that was awesome. Now it's out for virtual reality on the Oculus Rift. They have super hot sounds VR. so friggin' crazy. It sounds bananas. It, it is. Have you ever wanted to be Neo from the Matrix? Absolutely. Who doesn't? This is as close as you're ever going to get to being Neo from the Matrix. I kid you not. I was slowing down time. Sw- pulling my body around in different places I didn't think I could even move my body and dodging bullets in my room. It was fascinating. It's really good. Now, here's the thing about this. I thought Superhot VR was just going to be an extension of the original game. But no, 
they went and made a completely different game with different levels, different environments, different everything built for VR. So if you had already played Super Hot, this is a whole different set of levels, which I thought was really cool. So the first game was like two or three hours. This one's also two or three hours. So all in all between the two, you're playing about six hours worth of gameplay. But it was it was awesome. Like there was a part where I had three guys right in front of me pointing shotguns at my face and I just move a little bit to speed up time. I see the shotgun bullets come out and I have to like move my body around in every possible way, crouch down, stand up, raise one leg, whatever I can do to dodge these bullets as they're slowly moving past me in different ways. And it's it's really neat. And I think I had an experience that I think you have with Dark Souls, Devin, which is why you like Dark Souls so much in the sense that... Go on. Yeah. In Dark Souls, I feel like part of the joy of playing that game is that every death that you have is a learning experience to apply to future attempts in order to proceed onward into the game. Absolutely. And I hate that. (laughs) But I know you like it. But I felt that joy in super hot vr because it's the same kind of concept where you have these periods of checkpoints where you have five levels you have to get through before you get to the next checkpoint yeah so if you fail at any point in those that one through five before you get to the next checkpoint you have to start back over from the beginning so you have to go through those levels over and over again so there were some of them i did like 10 or 15 times damn and i was just like slowly just figuring out different techniques that work to progress to just stepping stone myself into beating the next level. The game that forces you to adapt yeah, yeah. to the play style that you think you want to play in, but the game is like reinforcing a no, 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 you need to play this way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I just thought that was that was really, really cool how nice. it, it put that in there. And the the only negatives I had with it was I wish it was longer. And How long did you end up? I think it was like three hours total. Okay. Yeah. So most well, people for get two to three hours, too, and you paid what twenty bucks? Yes, twenty dollars. You know, for for your experience with VR, I'm that's happy that's, with that's, it. that's yeah. I mean, sure, you'd all we'd all we'd always like more. Which I will say, for a complaint in a VR experience, at least that's our complaints right now. Right. Is that we want more? We want right. this. We want the experience to be longer. Yeah. This was definitely a. It's one of the best Oculus VR experiences I've ever played. Mm-hmm. It is made for VR. It is how VR will develop itself. I mean, this is what people are going to play and be like, wow, this is amazing. Like my, I had my friend Josh over. Um, he stayed the night with the other day, and I put him into it, and then I had to leave for a little bit. I came back. He was still playing the game. How friggin' funny. He was, like, addicted to it. He's like, I got to keep playing this. <laughs> You're jacked in for too long, man. Yeah. You're in too deep. Pull out. Pull out. But, All right, uh, so dig, ditch, or delay? Definitely dig. Definitely yeah? dig. Nice. Highly recommend it. If you have an Oculus Rift, get it. If it comes out on PlayStation VR, I would still recommend getting it. Hopefully yeah. it's not buggy, but yeah, see what happens. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think it will be. I think so too. <laughs> that sounds like Possibly. a perfect opportunity for Possibly. super buggy gameplay. Yeah, on a PSVR. I think so too. But it's still fun. Cool. If you have Oculus, pick it up, try it out. Anyway, yeah. I didn't play a game. Unfortunately, I spent a lot of time wow. with, with new D and D books. Oh, that's cool though. That's yes. technically a game. Technically, yes. Yeah, just plotting y'all's demise for the next session. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. 
I'm excited about that. Yay. Have you played Forbidden Island? No. Okay, that's a board game that I was playing yesterday. It's pretty Ooh, cool. Fun. Yeah, it's it pretty neat. Pretty simple. It. We're gonna do more board games this year. That's one of our goals for the Inner Gamer for 2017 is more board games. So, mm-hmm. anyways, well, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. We will be uh, going into our gaming news. So stick around. You're listening to the Inner Gamer. And we're back with our gaming news from around the world of 2017. <sighs> no, no sound effects. No, nothing, no, nothing? Okay. very little news. It's not very good news. It's like residual news from 2016, which is a shit year that I want behind me. So let's get this over with. All right. Yeah, well, let's talk before we talk about <laughs> news from last year. Let's talk about news of this year yes. with the free games of January 2017. Hey. So, as always, we have PlayStation brings out some new games, and Xbox brings out some new games with their Gold and Plus subscriptions. And let's start with some PlayStation 4. We have two games coming from PS4 and two games that are cross-by between PlayStation Vita and PS4. So, Day of the Tentacle Remastered. I cannot express my excitement for this in enough of a calm manner. So I will spare everyone my squealing. So Day of the Tentacle Remastered is a double fine game that was remade from a game from LucasArts back in the early 90s. From what I read online, Dr. Fred's mutated purple tentacle is about to take over the world and only you can stop him. It is a point and click adventure game, which is a sequel to the original Nintendo uh, Entertainment System's Maniac Mansion, another point point and click adventure game. So you're talking about... Your character's on screen. You have to push, pull, pick up, drop. Uh, walk. You've, it's, it's a point-and-click adventure game, so it's amazing, and I cannot wait to play this again. I love point-and-click adventure games. And the fact that it's being redone by Double Fine, even better. Even better. Pretty pumped about that. Yes. Next game. Next game we have is This War of Mine, The Little Ones, which is a side-scrolling platformer that came from the PC and now has been expanded upon for consoles. And it's set during the wartime where you play as a child. Has anybody played this game? Touch no, but played? this yeah. is if if this is gonna be anything like uh Hearts of Hearts of War. It's I maybe. I only played a little bit of it. It's man. interesting. It's a cool concept. It's very gritty for sure. Well, I'm sure I'll cry at that too so yeah there you go this will be fun i mean you play as a little child so well even yeah. better so we also have a game called the swindle which is a vita game that's also gonna be available on the playstation 4 it's a steampunk cybercrime side scrolling something or another it looks cool i'm excited about it i want to try it but last but not least we have titan souls which is another side scroller right Was that lots of saw? side scrollers devolver digital yeah there is a lot of them. There's just so many out there. That's fine, though. Yeah. I have no problem with it. So those are the PS4 games for January. In addition, we have Xbox Games with Gold. We have four of those coming out. One is World of Van Helsing Death Trap. It's a tower defense-like game set in the Van Helsing world, which I thought was an interesting concept. Yeah. Then we have Killer Instinct Season 2 Ultra Edition, which is, from my understanding, Microsoft's fighter that they have. Yeah. I've never played it, but it exists. Apparently, you never it's played Killer good. Instinct. No, I played everything but that. Wow, yeah. it's like dinosaurs and shit fighting each other. That's awesome. Oh, it sounds like Primal Rage. 
That was a good game. That arcade game back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it was legit. I'll have to play it then because okay. I like dinosaurs fighting. Then we have The Cave, which is another double fine side-scrolling adventure game that came out on PC a couple years ago. It's on consoles. I played it. I didn't really enjoy it. I like the humor in it, obviously, because it's double fine, but I wasn't... It didn't hook me enough to keep going. So then I went to play Broken Age and liked that a lot better. Okay. Yeah, Broken Age is good. Broken Age is very good. Then we have Rayman Origins. I uh, don't really have to explain that too much. Such People know what Rayman game. is. Yeah, Rayman Such Origins, man. Most yeah. Rayman games are fantastic. They've I love Rayman. kind of really nailed down that character and the world yep. he's in. And the gameplay is always solid. Always. always. Solid. Mm-hmm. Cool. Always been fun. So that's what we got. And we don't have any games coming out next week that are worth talking about, really. So let's move on to some news. News from around the world. Have you guys heard of Frog Fractions? Nope. All right. Nobody. Nobody at all. I don't really take kindly to Fractions being in the title of any video game I play. I know, right? I know. Unless it's like Blaster. Yeah, it's kind of like number crunchers back in the day when you had to play it at school. It is made for i think kids but it's a browser game that you play and you have a frog and you reach the frog's tongue out to grab fractions from the air that are attached to like <laughs> mosquitoes and stuff stop trying to teach me stuff games i know right no it's that's amazing. fine no that's but that's it's got one of those fine. game mechanics where you can't stop because you keep getting unlockable upgrades as yep. you play more levels and it drove me crazy i've played several hours of it and i shouldn't have anyway there's been this long long talk on the internet about the rumor of frog fractions 2 existing somewhere in the interverse of the webs and after lots and lots of reddit posts and commentary here and talk there people have finally found this game and it's hidden inside of another game so there's a game on the PC called Glitter Mitten Grove. And Sounds it is so a, weird. right? It's a side scroller kind of game. It's $20. It's on Steam. You purchase this game. And when purchasing this game, you have to use fireworks. And they are used to find buried treasure. You take the fireworks, you use them to dig through the ground. You'll come across a door. And inside there, you will find the game Frog Fractions 2 that you can play within the game that you just bought. So you're basically getting two games in one without even knowing it. Mm. That's pretty cool. And there's another way to do it as well. But anyway, Google it, how to find Frog Fractions 2 if you guys are interested. It's pretty cool. I just thought that was an interesting little hidden gem. You don't ever see a game available with inside of a game very often. So voila. That is pretty awesome. It's kind of weird to have, have a game hidden within a game. Might. Yeah. It sounds like You it might play it, Luis? Yeah, it sounds like it could be addicting. And I'm already addicted to one other game, which shall remain nameless. I don't know if I can do another one. But <laughs> speaking of random things that happen to be pretty cool, but not necessarily something you have to jump right into, Kojima Productions. Familiar with Ludens? Ludens, that like space skull guy? The mascot for Kojima Productions. It has been unveiled that there will be a limited run of statues of that mascot, five foot, six foot statues. Yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome. Two thousand dollars a piece. Two thousand dollars a piece. Releasing you know this is going to sell sometime out sometime soon. You know this is going to sell out. Probably. Uh, oh, there's a lot of people who love this dude, 
and that statue is actually pretty awesome. I don't know if you've <laughs> actually seen what Lyrians nice. looks like, but it's pretty fucking great. It's like the it's like a sci-fi astronaut, like a like it's not already sci-fi, right? Uh, it looks really cool. I don't know what the purpose is. Maybe it's just to rake in a few extra bucks, or because Kojima knows his value to people, his presence. Like it says, one hundred and fifty produced statues. I mean, I don't know, it looks kind of cool. It's uh, really, I'm, really well made. Yeah. Oh wow, it is actually. I mean, it even has like Christ. weathered markings on. Like it's. I mean, it yeah. looks like the armor is old and weathered. This has to it have something to do with something in the future. I don't know what it's going to be, but something. Have no idea. I'm not entirely sure when these are coming out, but it is kind of neat. Uh, collectibles are always kind of big in video games. I'm not a big collectibles person myself, although I'll occasionally buy a limited edition here or there. Imagine <laughs> Death Stranding limited edition. I would, very, <laughs> I would be very intrigued to find out if they use some sort of certain model for like the person standing like in that kind of suit or by the eyes if they use somebody famous or something like that. Probably. Probably Nolan North. Man, I, I wouldn't I be know. surprised. I mean, because, you know, for the Death Stranding, Death Stranding trailer and they had Guillermo del Toro and Mads Mikkelsen and then like now this statue is being unveiled and it's like, I don't know, maybe it's friggin' Humphrey Bogart. I don't know. What if inside, like if you got this statue, you take off the front panel and hit it inside is Half-Life 3? Don't do that to me. <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. That'd be ridiculous. That would be it ridiculous. It would be cool if you could remove, if it wasn't just a statue and there was actually like a mannequin Removable inside that you could remove. Yeah, and then pieces you could, you could suit on. Yeah. Cosplay. You just bought a two thousand dollar cosplay outfit. It's perfect. Right. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, the average the cost for ever, uh, most people to cosplay. Yeah, yeah. There's also a pretty good episode about some of the cosplayers that we work with. You should check those out. And yeah, Ludens there is, is uh, expected to come out not this year but next year. Actually, I just found the date: January and March of 2018 is when they're going to be man released. You can get it for two thousand bucks flat rate. Or via monthly payments of about two hundred and twenty-five. They bucks. actually have monthly payments for it. No, yeah, that's it, funny. Well, shit. If you anybody could afford two thousand dollars straight up, they're they're rich or something. I don't know. Although I feel like at this point I probably should. But anyway, crazy. Kojima's not unknown for being a little bit crazy about that kind of stuff. But yeah, looks neat. Check it out. It's on a sideshow collectibles. Yeah, website. Uh, and they're pretty famous uh, with collectibles and they're really uh, all over the place with them. Yeah, if you really like Death Stranding and Kojima, spend $2,000. Spend $2,000 on this. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to me. But uh, that kind of does it for news news. Uh, Um, Otherwise, we have a couple of... uh, yeah, just a Other couple of notes that happened. Yeah, um, one th- quick thing. You know, it's been all over the news. If pretty much if you've been under a rock, you uh, unless you've been under a rock, you probably have already heard about this. Um, unfortunately, over uh, the Christmas break, for a lot of people, got the story of Carrie Fisher has passed on, and as well as uh, her mother Debbie Reynolds, um, happened uh, over December twenty sixth after complications with. Um, her heart, a massive heart attack on an airplane and she was stable for a couple days. And unfortunately she did officially die on December 27th at the age of 60. Um, 
And not a day later, uh, her mother, Debbie Reynolds, also passed uh, after suffering a stroke. Um, very uh, heartbreaking news. And for someone as myself who has been a diehard uh, Star Wars fan the majority of my life, um, just absolutely heartbreaking news. And, um, you know, in addition, I Car- Carrie Fisher has one of the most amazing careers out there for a woman in Hollywood. Um, she's written an incredible amount of, of work in the film industry. She has been in countless films as far as, you know, blues brothers, Harry met, uh, when Harry met Sally, obviously in star Wars, she had an HBO special called wishful drinking, which was hysterical. And I suggest everybody go out there and watch it because it gives you some great insight into her career and her, um, very recently, uh, her daughter, uh, Billy Lord, actually came out with a statement, which I will read to you here. Um, Receiving all of your prayers and kind words over the past weeks has given me the strength during a time I thought strength could not exist. There are no words to express how much I will miss my Abba Dabba and my one and only Mombi. Your love and support means the world to me. Um, this has just been a tragic turn of events and just really just a pig of a way to end a year so uh very sad news but um every dark cloud has a silver lining and uh the good news was that uh carrie fisher did actually finish her filming uh for star wars episode eight now was she supposed to be in all three uh who knows um but you know this um this is just some tragic news for the film industry as a whole, she was an incredibly talented woman. Absolutely. And it, it was actually kind of interesting. She wasn't, like you said, didn't just do Star Wars. In fact, uh, she had some voice lines in Dishonored 2. She voiced some of the uh, yeah. supporting characters in the back there. And uh, she'll be greatly missed. And yeah. it's just a shame that of all the things that could happen in the waning moments of 2016, that one had to. That one had to be it. But uh, yeah. Star Wars lives on, and she will live on forever through Star Wars. It's uh, to me, she's royalty. It's a, it's a circle, man. So yeah, man. It's tough, but uh, we're in 2017 now, and all we can do is look forward, right? Right, right, yeah, right. So you know, like like we said, she's the films. The she finished filming on uh, episode eight. So you know, here's hoping that we see an incredible performance from her. At least I'm I'm looking very forward to it, and so we'll see we'll see what happens, but. Now that we ended on a downer, thanks, guys. (laughs) Um, Let's go ahead. We are going to take another quick break. And after that, we'll be back with our discussion leading into the future of 2017. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. And we're back. Back with The Inner Gamer, everybody. Why did you? Brett Yanoski, Devin Dury. Kermit. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was trying to do there. Actually, I'm I don't not either. sure. Yeah, I tried I'm so really hard. Confused. Yeah, and we're back. No, nope, <laughs> I end up going into Kermit. Dude. You do right, right. in Kermit. All right. Anyway, uh, discussion topic, guys. 2016 is over. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. I feel like this whole entire podcast has been just it's about damn that. Dude, we, hate, we hated it. We absolutely hated it. Yeah, it was not a great year. Uh, some people, obviously, some good things happened. Video games were Cubs, good. Cavs. Two of the best things there were some good that could have possibly happened, but a lot of bad things happened as well. And uh, hopefully 2017 is looking better 
and games? It surely is. Today we're going to be talking about everything that is coming out in 2017, or at least rumored to be uh, right. to some extent. Basically, as we did our last podcast where we looked at 2016 quarter by quarter, we're going to really quickly go through 2017 quarter by quarter, look at some of the titles that are coming out uh, in each quarter and break down which ones are we're most looking forward to, uh, bits and pieces about each one, uh, just kind of quip about here and there about each one and uh, really just give you guys a good glimpse of what 2017 is going to be like. So... Jumping right in, we have January through March, quarter one. We have a lot of definitive dates on some of these games. Some of them in the latter parts don't. So if there isn't a date, I'll go ahead and let you know. In January, January 20th, this game was actually delayed from December. And the original is pretty pretty good. It was on the PS3. It's called Gravity Rush 2, coming out on the PlayStation 4. That's coming out on the 20th. There's also uh, Dragon Quest VIII, Journey of the Cursed King, which is actually a PlayStation 2 game that I played. It is by Square Enix. Yeah. It is a franchise that doesn't really have a lot of footing in the United States. Have you guys played any Dragon Quest games? I have. I wanted to ask if you guys have played either of you Dragon Quest Builders. I've heard that game is incredible. No, I have not played that one. It's like Minecraft in the Dragon Quest world. Yeah, I have not played it, but I'm sure it's great, and if... Any of you guys have played it? Would like to talk about it? Shoot us a yeah. shoot us a line. I think we'd uh, very much like to play something like that. It's very interesting, different change of pace. That's coming out, by the way. Dragon Quest Eight, 3DS might be coming to PlayStation Four as well. It's a great game. Please, if let you it come like to PS4. that kind of RPG style game. Then on one of the bigger titles coming out in January, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Coming out for PC, oh. PS4, Xbox One on the 24th. I've watched m- numerous times of people over either at IGN or just people who got their uh, hands on the game early who've played the P- uh, the the VR version of this. And uh, um, I don't know if I can play. I, I'm, I'm excited and not as excited to get back into Resident Evil again because it seems like it's going to scare the living hell out of me. Yeah, it'll do that. But I'm looking forward to it. See, I don't yeah. know if I can. I I just I can't do scary games. I can do scary movies, no problem. Scary games are just really? way too freaky. I've for heard me. the opposite. People saying like, "Oh, I can do scary games all day. I just can't do scary movies because they're like, I can control what's happening." Well, I'm an anomaly clearly because I have <laughs> I have a lot of trouble with it. Ugh. Fear, I cannot. St- I got like 15 minutes into, I was done. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting, right. and Resident Evil is in an interesting spot as well. They really haven't had a super, super successful game, sort of critically. Yeah, they make their sales. I think Resident Evil 5 is the best-selling Resident Evil ever. Yeah. Resident Evil 6 was not what anybody wanted. <laughs> so Resident Evil 7 is really a hopefully turning point for a franchise that really doesn't know what it wants to be anymore. Uh, and you know the original the original Resident Evils were very horror based, and then Resident Evil Four was like an FPS or third person shooter kind of. Yeah, and that was regarded as one of the best ones ever, which I can kind of see that, but it definitely didn't sell the most. Sell the most. Uh, so Resident Evil Seven Biohazard coming out PC, PS4, Xbox One. There will be VR components. Don't know to what extent, but that's a good one to look forward to. Cool. Also in January, 
the end of the month. Uh, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Just give me name. the last damn game. Just yeah, come out with yeah. it already. I think everyone's saying the same thing. <laughs> PlayStation what 4. What is this, though? So this is actually a remaster of Dream Drop Distance, which is on the 3DS. Very good game. Uh, the Tron World Hearts is particularly game? good. Yeah, on the yeah. 3DS. You should get it, by the way. It's it's a lot of what the Kingdom Hearts games have been doing up until this point since Kingdom Hearts 2 is finding a battle system that works very well. Okay. And Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance finds a pretty good balance of that. And it's very cheap. It's very good. They remastered it. It's obviously going to look kind of like a PlayStation 2 game on a PlayStation 4, which is okay. Um, there's also like a... like I think it's a birth by sleep kind of prologue it's like a movie it's not actually a game and then there's another game uh, based around one of the characters of the original uh keyblade bearers her name is aqua and so they're going to be following her and that game looks great and it plays well again it's all just in preparation for hopefully kingdom hearts 3 coming out at some point this holiday season but i can't february age three which is my month the best month ever this game called Neo, for coming out for the PlayStation 4 on the 9th of February, it is made by Team Ninja, yep. the guys who made your Ninja Gaidens and your Animushas. And essentially what this game is, is a Samurai Dark Souls. And it looks really cool. You Dang. can play demos right yep. now. It's looking really great. Play is very good. It's very punishing, but very fun. Devin, I think you'd very much enjoy it. Oh, I'm already, I'm sold already. I mean, I, I from the, is, uh, the the first bit that I saw of this game, I was already intrigued, and then when mm-hmm. we got to see a little bit more of the content actually come out, I I was I was so, I'm so ready for this. Mm-hmm. This game was actually announced in 2006, I think. Wow. So it's been in, in development hell for a second there, and and now it's finally coming out. I think they were trying to find their bearings, and when the Dark Souls series came out, they realized that that was the aura terms of a world that they wanted to go for and and gameplay wise the mechanic they wanted to reach for so that's coming out on the 9th you should look forward to that one a very similar game very interesting fighting mechanic in it as well for honor it's a ubisoft game was announced at e3 or was shown off at e3 it had been announced before then coming out for pc ps4 xbox one on the 14th this is Kind of, I don't know what it exactly it is. I don't know if anyone else knows uh, more about it, but you can play as a samurai, you can play as like a warrior, and you can play as somebody else. Basically, you can use a katana, an axe, and like a big sword, and you're fighting, and there's stances, and then there's the yeah, samurai, there and then there's like a knight of yeah. some kind. But it's it's a weird third person action fighting game there's going to be a storyline three different stories that can play mm-hmm. out based on which character you choose from and there's a multiplayer component where you it's all mm-hmm. about the combat system apparently the combat mm-hmm. system is pretty intense and you sword fight in yeah. a realistic way so so if you're looking forward to something uh with some intense fighting some really cool interesting new fighting mechanics for honor 14th yep of february it's definitely also, trying to capitalize on all that that cool like the cool fighter stuff, like you know, warrior, Viking, samurai. Everybody wants mm-hmm. to watch those dudes fight. Yeah, you're not wrong. And I was able to see it at E3, and it looked interesting, a little bit slow. But uh, I don't know if that's what the pacing of the game requires. But interesting game nonetheless. So hopefully they'll release something before then. We can get a little taste of it. 
Ubisoft isn't really known for doing that, but uh, yeah. who knows? Also on that day, so they've already started releasing these episodes, if I'm correct, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Correct. They have two episodes uh, out so far. So Telltale series, A New Frontier, Walking Dead. By this date, I think it should be complete, as in they're releasing the complete edition on February 14th for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and I think iOS. I yeah. think they've been doing that recently. Uh, these games are pretty fun, and these first two episodes that they have released have re- released to rave reviews. Uh, a lot of people like them, the direction it's going. I don't really know much about the Walking Dead Telltale series, but the protagonist is like grown up now or something. It's Clement- Did you play these? Clementine. Oh my gosh, these are the... yeah. These have a very, very special place in my heart. Yeah, they're these, so these, good. These are going to be very near and dear yeah. to like dedicated fans. In terms of story, this is in terms of video game story. The first one, especially, is mm-hmm. probably in my top five of what I've experienced in the past. Okay, they are cool. so so good. I mean, granted, like gameplay, we've talked. If you go back and listen to the episode, I think it was. So last episode, yeah, 104, I talked about Batman finishing the Batman Telltale series. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some gameplay issues with these games, but just for straight-up story, it's really, really good. And they created that character, Clementine, who was a kid back in the first two. She's now a little bit older, and <laughs> she has so much personality to her. Yeah, She's such a good character. It would, so. it would have been so easy for them just to go with the, in either direction of, being this hardened, cynical uh, girl who's seen too much, or still the playing on the innocent, young, naive right. Clementine. But I, I mm-hmm. really seeing I'm seeing this perfect marriage of the two. So hopefully, I mean, big hopes for this game coming out. Yeah, big big hopes. Yep. much anticipated. So Feb- yep, February 14th. You can get the first episodes now. A week later, on the 21st of February, Halo Wars 2 coming out for PC, Xbox One. That is a Command and Conquer-like real-time strategy game, the sequel to Halo Wars 1, which was very fun, came out of nowhere. People didn't know what to expect. Very, very cool game. You should check it out if you're into that kind of stuff. And, uh, Trailer was another, cool. Yeah, yeah it very was cool. Yeah, looks interesting. And uh, a week later, the PlayStation 4 behemoth, Horizon Zero Dawn, on oh February boy. 28th. People have been talking about this game for years now. Yeah, it looks fantastic, and it was supposed to come out the holiday season. Again, it was delayed until now, which PlayStation seems to do every fucking year. But I was able to play it at E three. They have shown off more and more and more since then, and it looks fantastic. Brett, uh, yes, I just read the cover story that Game Informer yeah. had a couple months ago. And so this this game is from the creators of Killzone, which really blows my mind because they've done nothing but FPS games up to this point. And now they're going a completely different direction and coming out with this action RPG, the female protagonist. It's not a first person shooter. You use bows and arrows and there's dinosaur robot things running around, machines running around. And I was reading a lot about the open world and how engaging it's going to be and how you're not only carrying out quests, but you have to, it it sounds like you have to, there's a lot of interaction with your tribes and like becoming Mm -hmm. friends with the different tribes and creating alliances and working with them. And you're kind of this outcast character in some way and all the upgrade mechanics that are in there, the crafting, there's a lot of crafting in here. Mm -hmm. Um, 
lot, lot of cool stuff, a lot of, lot of good promise. So I hope that they deliver. I've liked the Killzone game, so I think they have the potential to do it. We'll just see how they handle open world. That'll be, yeah. that'll be really interesting. And they pulled in some of the, the, the big guys from the bungees and the right. blizzards and stuff to really help out with the story and, and the mechanics. Obviously, Killzone wasn't a third-person RPG yeah. or action-adventure RPG. So this is looking to, to be pretty fucking awesome. And the protagonist looks great. And, yeah, it's very, very close. And I hope, hope, hope they don't delay it. That always happens. But I really, really hope this one doesn't get delayed. Right. Which brings us to March guys i know you're super stoked for this i am super stoked for it but there is a certain <laughs> company i don't know they're well, they might be the greatest company in the world i don't know i, just I don't agree with that but you know actually you're, well i don't know they created they a might, legacy well anyway they also probably created the modern video game so you should be thankful for them oh i'm so thankful for them for we're sure. talking about nintendo everyone yes is, nintendo. Anyone, is anyone caught on yet no, I was about to get to that. Sorry. Okay? Sorry. The Nintendo Switch is coming out in March. Okay. They have not told <laughs> us what day, but the Nintendo Switch is Nintendo's newest system. It is basically what the Wii U, which was a piece of Wii garbage, should have been. It is this portable console that you can remove controller from and play a bunch of cool games on. And it's releasing sometime in March, and I'm freaking out. I'm saving it up. There's a bunch of reports about how much it's going to cost, what it's going to do, what games you're going to play. Yeah. It is. Um, I'm the, as we get closer, I'm getting so much more excited about this console. Yeah. I'm going to buy the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. I think we all should. And yeah. We should all be playing everything on yeah. there. Well, at least we'll what all we can. come together and have our little tablets playing Switch our party. games. It'd be pretty awesome. I wonder if I'm going to be do, pooping and playing like a lot a of games now. System. I wonder if we're but, attached to the same Wi-Fi, if we can all have our three Nintendo Switches in the room and just be, like, playing together. Probably could. Oh, my gosh. It, yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, with the Switch, whenever it releases in March, at least within the window that it releases, four games have been touted to be released. I think they have been talked about, kind of. But The Legend bit. of Zelda The Breath of the Wild, obviously, that is my most anticipated game of this coming year. That game looks incredible. And... Uh, Splatoon, which is currently on the Wii U and is actually a very, very good game. I can't wait to play I'll that. Play it. Very inaccessible to people because not a lot of people have Wii U's. It's a very successful game for Nintendo, new franchise. They've also talked about a new Mario game, which they showed off within the Nintendo Switch commercial, which you should check out if you have not. Some people are already calling the new Mario game the game of the year for 2017. <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty awesome. It looks like it was made in like an Unreal Engine 4 or something like that. Yeah. So. Also, a new Mario Kart game, which may actually just be Mario Kart 8 ported over to Nintendo Switch. And uh, like I said, to be determined date in March. But it is coming in March. If you haven't been to your local GameStop or really any retailer recently, they've already put up some really neat advertisements for it. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Nice and red with March 2017. And yeah, looks pretty cool. Later on in March, uh, possibly before, possibly after the release of the Switch, Ghost Recon Wildlands, another Ubisoft game uh, for PC, PS4, Xbox One. It's on March 7th. This is a Metal Gear Solid Five like game. You play in a small clan of four people. You go and shoot some shit up, and you take objectives. You do whatever you got to do, and then you get on out of there. I think it's set in Colombia. 
I remember something about them saying it was set in like a drug-ridden country yeah. and Colombia came to mind right now, possibly somewhere else, maybe Morocco, I don't know. Um, beta signups are happening right now if you'd like to play it. But it looks very interesting. Um, Devin, this looks like a game you might want to play. Yeah, if this has you been are playing. It. Yeah, I we we've talked extensively. My small little gaming circle of guys who play on the Xbox One. Shut up, Brett. Um, I might get. <laughs> I hope this is a play anywhere. Yeah, because I would buy that on PC and play with you guys. Yeah, it, we we've when we watched the trailer for it initially, we got very excited. And this this game, I'm I'm really hoping actually does, you know, cater to. A group of this 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 style of co-op of a group of people coming together and trying to figure out the best possible way to do this style of mission to take an objective in not just one way, no cookie cutter kind of um, destiny style play where we've all done the same strike fifty times, we've all done the raid a certain number of times, and there's just a wash, rinse, repeat of it all. No, there's a different way that you can approach this. There's a different way that you can uh, try to smash and grab, go completely stealth, run in guns blazing. There's if this if this is true of how they're going to execute this game. I mean, I, I think I think it'll be a huge heavy hitter for 2017. Yeah, that was the biggest gripe I had with Metal Gear Solid Five was I really wanted to go with like four people and attack an objective. I think the open area of it was really compelling and really put you in a position to do that. And Ghost Recon Wildlands, aside from Ubisoft being a company I'm not too happy with most of the time, <laughs> looks pretty fun. Yeah, join yeah. the club. <laughs> nice. All right, next up, actually on that day. Same day. Near Automata. Near uh, near, I think it's called near. Yeah, near with a capital R, by the way, N I E capital R. Automata coming out for the PlayStation Four yep. on the seventh. There's actually a demo out right now. It's very fun, very fun, very fast. Yeah, is this it a game is, you were telling us about? Yeah, okay. It's very fast, very fun. It is an action adventure game. There are it's like it's like a mix. I I likened it to a mix of. Like the old school. Okay, have you played Axiom Verge? Yes. Yeah. Have you played Razogun? Yes. Yes. And have you played like I don't know Devil May Cry and a bit. really any action adventure game that's in an arena style kind of thing? Okay. Or like I don't know um, Dynasty Warriors. It's like a mix of all of those games. That's interesting. It's, uh, it's very interesting. It's a sequel technically, but the first game was good but not great. It sees you moving in between. 3D space, uh, action adventure, third person fighting, to side scrolling, uh, to top down, to fighting in mechs, to flying around Galaga style. There's a bunch of really cool things that are going on in this game and comes out uh, on the 7th of March. It's a Square Enix game. They make good games. Cool. So you should check it out. Um, 14th of March. I have, to, I have to prequel this real fast and say I apologize because early, early on in 2016, I had said this was coming out before and it didn't. They delayed it. So now it's coming out. So, Oh, this coming game. That's right. Yep. Star Trek Bridge Crew. March 14th for the Vive, Oculus, and PSVR, to my knowledge. Yep. We need to get this game and play together, Brett. Uh, I don't know if I can get on the PSVR, man. I don't know. I don't I really might, think you need to be I doing might, a lot of crazy I don't think VR it's stuff. Look great, so I think it'd be okay. I can do that. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm Maybe sure it'll, it'll be do fun. Some cross 
platform stuff. That'd be sweet. Where, like, yeah, you can play as you've noticed, other. though, this is like only the second VR title we've talked about. And it's already March. So oh, hopefully VR uh, picks, picks up, up a little bit. Pace in yeah. the second quarter. For not reals. a lot of uh, very flashy games, at least not yet. Right. But uh, now we're going to be jumping into some TBDs. So what this basically means is these games are said to be coming out in Q1. March is the end of Q1, so I'm going to be talking about them now. There are four games uh, that I felt warranted being talked about. <laughs> the first of which is South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Yes! For the PC, PS4, Xbox One. That was supposed to come out on December 9th and was delayed until uh, Q1. So hopefully March is uh, the date it's coming out. If earlier, that'd be awesome. But there's some heavy hitters, as you've heard, coming out then. This game looks so fucking cool, man. I heard they part of the reason they delayed it was they want to put some more stuff from the last season of South Park into the game. That's so, not a bad idea. Yeah. So you'll see some stuff that's like very current. Yeah, but, it, it looks really cool. Uh, the first game was a, a traditional turn-based RPG. This one is turn-based, but operates on like a Fire Emblem type grid. And yeah. you're set as the first game. You were set in the the Lord of the Rings uh, fantasy world that they were in. In this one, you're in uh, the Coon and Friends world. So you're superheroes, and mm-hmm. you can be. I think there's 15 different classes. So like a speedster, a warrior, someone who can jump high or see through stuff, or I don't know, like a medic, that kind of stuff. And uh, looks very interesting. I cannot wait. The first game was funny as fuck. It was probably one of the best seasons of South Park I've ever seen, just playing that game. Yep. So I hope that this will be very similar in how good it was. Here's open. Yeah, and if, if there's multiplayer, you'll see us playing it for sure. Maybe even stream it a little bit. Maybe. Also, TBD. I actually did not know this game was even a thing. On Xbox One and PC, sometime in Q1, Friday the 13th, the game is coming out. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing either. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, I've actually heard a few people talk about it. Apparently, it's supposed to be kind of good. And uh, I won't know because I don't have an Xbox One or a PC. So I guess well, Devin, Devin can play it. With say, his I guess buddies. I'll be the one to play it since uh, Brett can't play scary games. Nope. Yeah. Outlast 2 is also coming out in March. Speaking of scary at least games. sometime in Q1. <laughs> That's another one that I lasted was... about five minutes. <laughs> Or two minutes, huh? Outlast 2, <laughs> PC, Xbox One. Was supposed to actually come out January, possibly December. I, it, it was, it was, I, last I recall, it was going to be in December, but they mm-hmm. obviously they delayed. Yeah. I remember something about the demo being well-received, but receiving so much feedback, they felt they needed to delay it to get it all in there to appease the people who played the demo and really liked it. Uh, I know there was like a whole thing on Twitch where Outlast 2 was up in the top and people were playing it left and right. So it looks pretty cool. Uh, scary yeah. game. So you won't see Brett playing it because he's a huge pussy. Oh, what? That was mean. That was you mean. You got it on camera. Accurate. I take well, not camera, to that. On, on audio. You could put a little meow or something there. Anyway. A little uh, meow. Probably won't. Put in a meow. It. Maybe. Cut in a meow. <laughs> Tekken 7, guys. Tekken 7. You remember that game, Tekken? With Eddie Gordo and Dude, all those I guys? I love that stuff. I love Tekken. I played a lot of Tekken in the arcade. Well, Tekken 7 apparently has been out in arcades in Japan for a while, or even maybe even the U.S. Wow. But it is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One sometime in Q1. Kind of exciting. 
there was a demo on the show floor and it played pretty well. I'll bet it's a, a fighting, a traditional fighting game, which I'm not very good at. But um, I love those. Yeah, if anyone wants to jump on that, I'm sure the multiplayer will be fun. I had a lot of fun with those games back in the day. Yeah, they tend to be pretty good for a second before I just think, oh my God, these guys are cheating. I can't do what they're doing. Obviously, they're cheating. <laughs> Obviously, they're cheating. That's how it works. Is it? Alrighty then, guys. That wraps up a very packed Q1. And as you'll see, <laughs> that was just going Q1, through the oh next. That yeah, was just exactly. Q1. Well, I was about to say that Q1, because it's Q1 and it is the first Q in the fucking year, it's going to be stacked with dates. That's true. These coming quarters have very few definitive dates, as you'll see. Everything else from here on out is going to be a TBD, a general. It's going to come out at this point, kind of. So first off, we got April 4th. This one kind of sucks because this game was supposed to come out on Valentine's Day, and I was looking forward to it. Persona 5. It's out in Japan now. It's coming out for the PlayStation 4. It is developed by Atlas and has developed this like enormous, crazy following, not only in Japan, but also here in the States. Yeah. Very cool games, uh, like RPG kind of games. Uh, I have only played part of some. There's also uh, uh, Persona 4 Golden, a bunch of other types of games just like this one coming out. But uh, April 4th, it's a long-awaited game. And hopefully people like it, and the wait was worth it. Yeah. There's also, on the same day, a game I'm looking forward to, Ukulele, the spiritual successor. What a great to name. To Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. Coming out for the PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. If you buy it now, excuse me, if you pre-order it now, you can play the little sandbox that they released to the Kickstarter backers some time ago, which allows you to kind of move around in the game and try out the little bits and pieces that they'd already built. It looks really cool. They released a full-length trailer recently. I'm excited. Very excited. I'm it's glad been so the long since I've played making... a banjo game. Yeah. Well, obviously, since they came out. I think 2 we came out in 2001. Yeah, it sounds right. But it looks cool, and follows all the same conventions. It just looks real pretty, and uh, I'm excited for it. In June, these are also a bunch of TBDs. Notice I skipped May. No one said anything about May. No one said anything about May. Yeah, and May is a very weird month, but it's also the month that games like Overwatch come out. Anyway, June. Yeah. This little, little game called Cuphead is coming out. Dude. It is a side scroller that is influenced by like the ragtimey Steamboat Willie era animation style. It looks so cool. It is so freaking cool. That's one of the coolest games I've ever played. It looks super gorgeous. It is all just wonderfully animated. Reminds it doesn't me look of Popeyes. Real. Like it, yeah, exactly. It doesn't look it's it's in that style. It doesn't look real and it plays just like any other side scrolling shooter. It's fun it's hard it's like a mix of mario contra and fucking steamboat willie or popeye the music is cool i don't know it just looks really cool i'm hoping it actually does come out in june they said mid 2017 another game that was supposed to come out in december yeah i don't know i I might have to get an xbox just to play it or just hope it comes to playstation 4 at some point but uh cuphead just look up the name and you'll you'll know what i'm talking about might go down if it comes out and is good, as one of the gorgeous, most gorgeous games uh, really of the past five years. It looks really cool and is very unique. Yeah. But, uh, also in that month, 
a game more people are familiar with, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, uh, yeah. The newest installment in the Mass Effect series. PC, PS4, Xbox One. Again, Q1, Q2 was when this was said to be coming out. No definitive date. Lots of cool footage. Looks very cool. Might be one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. It's a very I only played cool Mass Effect game. 1 and 2. Brett? Yep. Am I missing something by not having three? I'm not too familiar with where Andromeda is supposed to be picking off either. T- Andromeda, if I remember correctly, I think it takes it's either before all of it or it's in between one and two, somewhere around okay. there. Okay, that's but it's a di- different location, different characters, stuff like that. I mean, obviously they're going to probably pull in ideas from like you're gonna, still going to have probably talk of the Reapers and the different people or creatures, aliens that were involved in this world, but. I think it's worth it to play ME3 just to see how the trilogy finished out. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. But either way, if you've played any Mass Effect, you're going to relate to this pretty well, I think, because all of the same types of characters and species are going to be in here, or races, or whatever you want to call them. So they're, having played it in the past will get you familiar with the world, but it is going to be more standalone than anything. But yeah, hopefully. I mean, it, it's a jumping off point for a lot of people, I imagine. I, mean, I know a lot of people who jumped straight from the PS2 to the PS4, so they didn't even play those games. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it looks cool. Never doubt a Mass Effect game, even if it isn't the greatest thing that you'd expect in what I heard about Mass Effect 3. But yeah, it comes out sometime ending, in June, hopefully. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think heard. it's... I still love the game. I thought it was, okay. I thought it was a lot of fun. So, yeah. Also, at this time... I think, kind of. This was said Q2, so I'm also putting it in June. A little game called Prey by Austin's own Arcane Studios is coming out. Not this is Austin, a, but Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. No, oh, Austin, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> That'd be insane. JK, I've been, not been learning to be a paramedic. I've been <laughs> making games. <laughs> this is coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox One. Q2 is when they said... Looks very, very cool. Like a really interesting mix of like kind of like Half-Life-ish sci-fi and Dishonored type environment manipulation, which is pretty cool. I don't know how similar this is going to be at all to the first Prey because I did not play it. It's not. It has nothing to do with it. Call it anything else but anything. That's why I hate the name so much because it has nothing at all to do with the world. It's crazy. But... It looks well, awesome. Did, where, didn't you have all these like crazy powers and stuff too in the first one? The first, you you honestly can't compare them because it was such a different experience from the first Prey, and this has nothing to do with the other with the in, original Prey. In the first Prey, you were like a Native American guy that was got powers from like some Indian tribe of being Native American, and you were one with your higher power person. You could like climb on walls and do all these different things. It was very Quake-like, actually, is what I most associate it with in terms of the gameplay. But this one is... there. You're not any relationship to that tribe, that Native At American... All. It has nothing to do with it. ...thing of any of that. And it's just it's just a completely different game that they just took the name because it had the brand name that people remember. And I'm like, ah, why did they do that? Yeah. But either way, it's going to be... It looks really nice. I mean, it's definitely akin to Dishonor just in space. I feel like mm-hmm. it looks a lot like Dishonored kind of gameplay, but 
I want to get it just because I'm I like sure it'll be a very stuff. fun game. I'm so, I guess I'm just so bitter at the fact that this like the original Prey Two being like this weird bounty hunters game and this being nothing like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was really excited about what the original Prey Two is going to be. Exactly. And then they exactly. just got rid of it. Anyway, it's very sad. If anybody hasn't well, played the original Prey, go back and play it because it was good. It was really good. I guess I might need to do that, man. It's I'll check. Uh, PlayStation Now or something. Yeah. Figure it out. I'll figure it out. But oh, yeah. that's coming out. It's one of the bigger titles coming out this year, so you should look forward to that. Now we're approaching Q3, which has no definitive dates at all. Zero, in fact. But I did put one game in here. Devin, I think this might be your favorite game of all time. Maybe. Knack 2, PlayStation 4. Knack the greatest game of all time. Yep. I cannot believe they're actually coming out with a sequel. Yeah. Maybe they'll maybe they'll make it cool. Maybe they're they're kind of banking on the the nostalgia factor that 2016 kind of brought out and people wanting to play platformers that had small puzzle fighting and stuff. Yeah. It's uh, this is one of those I feel like it's going to be a pandering game. Yeah. Whether or not might. it's actually good or not, I uh, will see. Yeah, I think it's just maybe they're kind of realizing that there's not a whole lot of games for actual kids going on that's on possible. a PlayStation. No, that's possible. In fact, during the the Christmas break, I was helping a uh, an older couple try and decide on what games to get on the PlayStation Four for their kid, and I was like, "Oh, get Rocket League, get like you know Lego City or Lego Worlds, all these cool games," and kind of realized there wasn't a whole lot to choose from. So maybe this is. PlayStation saying, okay, we're going to yeah, hopefully get sense. those kids. That's the kids fair. who were playing Disney Infinity or Skylanders or something before are now <laughs> going to be playing Knack 2, right? Yeah. But um, that's uh, that's Q3. Nothing is, is set in stone. This is normally a weird kind of lull period because all the cons just happened and uh, we're all just really prepping for, for fall. So uh, now we're jumping right into October and December. And October is one of the best months of games every year. So within this, I put probably my second most anticipated game, Red Dead Redemption 2. For PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, fall 2017 is what they said. Amazing. Holy Jesus. Game of the year 2017? Probably so. Uh, yeah, I think it are, I, It may have... Are, well, I don't know. Well, I, think I don't want to get wild. too excited yet, but... Yeah. I think it'll be a pretty definitive split. Actually, Red it might Dead. even get postponed. What it really has, I mean, I what it really has to do is... It doesn't only have to beat Red Dead Redemption 1, but it has to beat GTA 5, which is two tens, basically, that it has to beat. And that is tough for even Rockstar to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, no one thought GTA 4 could be beaten. And look at that shit. Yep. GTA 5 is probably the best GTA ever and ever will be. So uh, Red Dead Redemption, Cowboys in a GTA-style world. Looks pretty cool. Excited. Very, very excited. Hopefully they release like a statue that's $2,000 of uh, whoever the... <laughs> James Marston? Not John Marston. Oh, maybe James Marston. Who knows? Um, December. These games also have no dates, but uh, they were touted they in They just said holiday. December. Yeah, they just said holiday. So I'm like, okay, holiday. <laughs> Crackdown 3, PC, Xbox One. Didn't play any of the Crackdowns. Not too sure about what these games do. But if you like the original Crackdown 1 and 2, uh, Xbox Play Anywhere will allow you to play them on the PC. So Crackdown cool. 2 had a weak story, but it was a blast to play. <laughs> That's all I've heard is everything. that, yeah, I've heard that you the Crackdown games, they're nothing to write shit. home about, but just, man, are they just fun yeah. to play. So much fun. 
so much fun. So, so I guess they I'm got the formula about down. The third we'll, one. we'll see what the third one holds. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully it's uh something good. Also, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Super this stoked. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. This was shown at PSX and it was it sucks. Leaks happen. That shit always happens. This game, people knew about it. It looks cool. Mega Man's making a comeback. Finally. That is awesome. What? Yeah, he's a great character. I yeah. love him in all the Marvel. Oh, that's Captain right. We games. need to get Brett to play some Mega Man. Anywho, go on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably the biggest release of this window, though. Yep. I've put it here because there's no date. But it will be coming out holiday. 2017 is the Xbox Scorpio. Finally. The quote-unquote competitor with the PS4 Pro, the most powerful console ever made. Six teraflops of performance. It's looking pretty awesome. I'll be honest. I don't know really how anybody is going to respond to it and if this just doesn't occupy its own market in itself, but it's coming out and it's going to be awesome. I just it might be the size of like a small truck, but uh, I don't know if that's going to happen, man. They no. tried it once and it didn't, didn't really even do anything. Uh, but but uh, Xbox Scorpio, cool. I don't know how much it's going to cost. I'm going to guess 499 my assumption is going to be a $500 console. Like there's yeah. just with everything that this console they say is going to be able to do, it's there's just no way. It's going to have to be a it's a, a steep price. Yeah. And I I really don't know if they're kind of digging their own grave with this, but the Slim is successful on its own. Maybe they don't need to do much of anything with a console like this and the Pro sold pretty well but not like insanely well. I love my Pro. It runs faster and stuff, but I don't know. The Scorpio's looking uh, looking great, and I'm hoping that we get details ASAP so people can start making decisions and uh, really deciding if they want the Switch, this or both. I think it'd be really cool, and it's needed in a market that's kind of fluttering right now. But uh, that's it for dates, mostly. There's also a bunch of games that just say 2017. I'm going to run through this list of games because there is about 10, 15 of them. We'll stop with for a no few definitive of them. dates. Yeah, no definitive dates. These might even be coming out in 2018. In fact, I'd say about half of these are going to come out in 2018. Yeah, but who knows? So we have Agents of Mayhem, PC, PS4, Xbox One. I don't know what that is at all. I really don't, <clears throat> I don't care either. to check either. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy remaster of Crash One, Two, and Three. I think. Cool. Yeah. PS4. Gay, day, uh, Days Gone coming out for PS4. It is a zombie apocalypse type game. I'm excited. Really Super cool. excited for that one. Yeah, probably coming out in August. That's my guess. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Yeah, they just released a new trailer. Looks freaking sweet by the makers of um, Ah, help me out. Uh, Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, Beyond and, and Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. There you go. I'm sorry, I forgot the other one. It looks great. Uh, looks really cool. Interesting. Gran Turismo Sport, which is the Forza of PlayStation before Forza was on Xbox. You're going to get that one, for PlayStation I'm excited 4. for that. They always have some of the most beautiful graphics in the mm-hmm. world. So. Yeah, I mean, and that Forza Horizon 3 looked great too. Yeah. Also, God of War. Should be yes. 4, but God of War. It's coming for the PS4. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be this year. In fact, they said that it's in a good spot and that the first playthrough has happened, but it should be coming out soon. I don't think 2017. I think 2018 early, like February, where where maybe uh, Horizon is now, because cool. that game looks insane. Trailer's cool. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, a Telltale series that'll probably come out when Guardians of the Galaxy Two comes Very out. Very excited or, for this. Yeah. What is it? Volume Two or whatever it's called. 
Yeah. I put in Kingdom Hearts 3 in there, a little bit of wishful thinking, but maybe it'll come out by the end of the year. It needs to. It, there's going to be three Kingdom Hearts games releasing this year, actually. They're releasing 1.5 and 2.5 again. But Metal Gear Survive is also coming out. PC, PS4, Xbox One. I don't really care about this game, but nah. it's a Metal Gear Solid 5's engine, and it's a good one. Pikmin 3DS. I don't think it even has a traditional title, just Pikmin 3DS. Just Pikmin. Cool. It's coming out. It's a side-scroller. People were upset about it. Uh, this game called Scalebound, which actually reminds me of a mix of Devil May Cry and, I don't know, other action-adventure games with really crappy dialogue on PC, Xbox One. Looks yeah. pretty. You're like fight dragons and shit, and you like become dragons. And it looks I don't know, cool, man, but actually I'm be thinking cool. it's not going to do so well. I think it's going to have the same reaction that, um, uh, what was that game that came out this year? Record. I think it's going to be like that. Like yeah, it looks cool that, leading yeah, that up, might but be it. not be as good when it comes out. We'll see. Sea of Thieves, which is probably the game I'm most looking forward to. I say looking forward to not playing because I can't look forward to playing it, but I want to play it. <laughs> PC, Xbox One. You are a band of pirates, and it's a multiplayer online game where you jump into ships and you go out to sea and you drink beer and steer ships, and the sea is your multiplayer arena. Yeah. So you're just on a ship, and you come across other ships, and then you blow up the other ships, and then you sink and die, and you do it all over again. It's like a normal day for me. Yeah. It's really <laughs> cool to actually be pirates with your friends. I, I might get an Xbox so if any of y'all want to play it. it seems oh, I'll be cool. getting it on the Xbox One more than likely. I'll get it on the PC and play with you guys. But then, I don't know, the Xbox version will be like $5 play or something. Spider-Man hasn't uh, been named traditionally. No one's going to actually like, continue the story in this game. They're literally just going to be web swinging from building to building for 17 no hours. One. Yeah, I've never Dude, played this story. This some game. of the funnest stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like Grapple hooks are everywhere now, and yeah. they are so accurate. Imagine how accurate an insomniac made Spider-Man web grapple hook is going to be. It's going to be fucking insane. It's going to be raw. It's going to be awesome. Amazing. I don't think 2017 is the year for it. I think 2018 late is when this game is coming out. Really? But it is coming out, yeah. Uh, they haven't shown anything of it. There's yeah. no way it's coming out this year. And it'd be good. That's just me. We'll see. Looks cool. PlayStation 4 only. Man, PlayStation's killing it. Last but not least, Uncharted Lost Legacy. That is the standalone DLC to Uncharted 4. It follows Nadine, and I forgot who the other lady is. I'm really bad at names, especially in video <laughs> games. <laughs> But as a standalone <laughs> DLC, it's probably around like three or five hours. That, uh, that Italian guy jumps and he hits blocks with his head. I don't know. Mario, oh, whatever. Like a, uh, Louis, uh, whatever. I think his last name is also Mario. <laughs> Uncharted Lost Legacy, <laughs> PlayStation 4. They announced it at PSX. Looks cool. Might be even better. Oh, we also do have the last Dark Souls DLC this year as well. That yeah, is true. Negligible. Did it Shut up, about Brett. DLC. I also, there's also one other one that... We don't have on here. Injustice Two is supposed yes, to come out in twenty seventeen. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. My buddy wanted to play Gods Among Us yesterday, but I said no because that game is garbage. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That about does it, yeah, guys. That's a huge year. It's huge, oh, enormous. And there's gonna be more. These, I'm sure. I mean, we'll get more dates as as the, the year, year progresses. Goes on, yeah. Obviously, I think people just want to see what summer's looking like and what far looking like before they commit to something. If only, and, if only we had a podcast where we could. Go through these games on a weekly basis and discuss them. In a oh wait! Oh, we do. That's one. us. Oh, that so was very lame of us. me. I apologize. Yeah. I'm. Very yeah, sorry. might as well plug us. But yeah. uh, that's 2017, guys. It looks pretty cool. If you have any questions about anything that we talked about, uh, feel free to shoot us a, a comment or a text. Not a text, because if you have my number, 
Uh, I don't know where you're getting it from, but yeah. uh, <laughs> just yeah. email us. It's looking uh, <laughs> looking pretty fantastic. If I start Brett. getting random texts from our listeners, I'm going to blame Louise. Yeah, son of a bitch. <sighs> you know how information is. You can get it anywhere. Yeah, no. Plus, I have a match.com. Okay, I don't. God. Don't look for me. Oh, don't God. look for me. That'd be hilarious. You'd probably find a bunch of other dudes because my name is very common. It is. Yeah, great. it is. Well, nice. All right. Awesome, guys. Well, that wraps up our show this week. Be sure and stay tuned. We got some good stuff coming up. Obviously, we talked about PAX earlier. We have CES, I believe, is happening next week. Yep. So there's going to be a lot of new hardware announcements coming out. So Ooh. we may have some things to discuss on that. And uh, what are we going to play? Anything you guys are looking um, forward to? I'm actually going to be getting into uh, the, the the free downloads uh, for this next week. I have a lot That's of these that idea. I want to dive into. So I'm very, very excited to get these free games for the month of January and play. That's cool. Do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Day of the Tentacle, I need, to, I need to play. I need to. I'm uh, probably going to do more Stardew. <laughs> I'll let you know when I hit the uh, elusive 100-hour mark. <laughs> I might made it be, to 100 hours, guys. Like, there's not even 24 hours in a day, but I bet I could hit it in a day somehow. That's how much I love that game. Good but uh, maybe a little bit more Battlefield 1. And maybe I'll finally crack open Fallout 4. Haven't even played that one. <laughs> Dang, man. That's that's old school. I played a little bit and I quit. Uninstalled. I was done. That'll happen. But, uh, yeah. Brett, what are you playing, dude? More VR? Uh, no, I'm going to try and take a break if I can. We'll see. Probably not, but I'm going to try. <laughs> but I really want to play um, I want to play some more Battlefield and some Overwatch. I need to hang out with some friends that I haven't played with in a while. No. But I may look into getting the new Frontier, Walking Dead. Ooh, Review that. That'd be cool. Oh, you should. Run through that. Oh, so. you know what you should do? And, in fact, everyone should uh, really cue in on this. Thursdays, we're going to be streaming from now on. Yay! It'll be really, really interesting. Scurry. And uh, I think this Thursday, Austin, Austin might be playing something. So uh, I don't know. Maybe play Austin the Walking Dead with Austin. That'd be cool. Somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna try and get a streaming schedule. Twitch.tv/slash Inner Gamer Cast. Inner Gamer Cast. Yeah. Find we out on our website, Inner um, <laughs> It's all there. But we're gonna try and have streams going Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, we have someone who's going to stream for us sometime Saturday. Dates to be determined. But if you want to find those dates, go to our Twitch channel. There will be a schedule posted there of when things are happening. So check yeah, that yeah. out. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And uh, be sure and come on next week for more gaming goodness. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast, you can email us at hello at innergamer.net. You can also find us online by going to innergamer.net and checking out all of our social channels. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or tell a friend. Also, if you are uh, a good fan of ours, please visit our uh, website where you can go and donate to our Patreon setup, which is a way for you, our listeners, to donate to the cause in order to bring you all the great content you want and, uh, want to see and hear. Plus, if you do support us, we have some awesome rewards awaiting for you, such as T-shirts, being a guest on the podcast, or uh, maybe even joining us for a D&D session, which we will be doing very soon. So head on over to theinnergamer.net and click Donate to Contribute. And that'll wrap us up this week. My name is Devin Dury. I'm Luis Gonzalez. I'm Brayton Oski. And you've been listening to The, the Inner Gamer. Gamer. There was a weird pause when we over.
you, you don't have to say anything. You can just cue it, it right now before <laughs> like, you even said it. Like, I like, and I like how even on the previous it. episode when me and Louise weren't here, you went ahead and decided to be like, no, don't do That's not what Devin would say. Because <laughs> that's what you sound like. Apparently, apparently we're Kermit the Frog on this. God, you just hit pause. Yeah. God, I hate everything. I don't hit pause. I hit stop. <laughs> Whatever. Hit it. <laughs> I don't hit pause. It's stop. <laughs> You're so petty, dude. I love it. 